I'm I'm actually pretty pretty well versed in vocabulary. Excellent, Smithers. Yes, I I know words, <laughs> and the words are formed by letters, and and then a those combination of consonants and vowels. Yes, thank you, thank you, appreciate that. And um, to form syllables, which then form nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, nouns, pronouns, words, proper names. sentences, I think. <laughs> you know, all of the things. Yes, the things. All of the things this week. Uh, it's playoffs, Jerry. Playoffs yeah, game. here we are. Yeah. We've arrived. I'm not looking forward to seeing my schedule tomorrow when it is released. And it says Monday night lobby. Cause that means I'm going to have to sit there and wait for all these fucking Eagle fucks to come back from that game. Hopefully, hopefully that game goes really late and I'm closed already. And they don't make it back in time. Oh boy. So I did not have fun dealing with them last time. Oh boy, that! Uh, are you allowed to wear any of your uh, any of your blue gear as that's occurring? By the way, it, it can be underneath my my uniform, like under my polo, which oh, I've done many times. Fantastic! Actually, I, I, I wore a giant shirt on on Sunday. Worked the lobby, and um, Giants fan did see, or a Eagles fan did see at my bar, sit at my bar, and I. Did I have the game on? Because you know we don't have Direct TV or YouTube TV or any of that, but we have the so-called game of the week. Your beloved Cowboys and the, com- the, the the commies, and they kept going back and forth and showing the bludgeoning that my Giants were doing. <laughs> that was pretty cool. She was not happy to say the least. Yeah, that was absolutely phenomenal. Congratulations to the New York Giants and Tyrod Vito. It's Tyrod Taylor getting injured coming in there and uh, to see Jalen Hurts' finger was like the other way. It was like, man, yo, doing his best uh, to a tongue of via via Valoa impression from last year. Special Olympic fucking gang signs and shit. Ridiculous. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast, kids. Co-host Corey Roussel, uh, Jerry Rodriguez. How about them, Cowboys? We are the NFC East champions. How in the fuck did that happen? Well, I can tell you. Um, Arizona Cardinals and New York Giants. Back-to-back losses for the Philadelphia Eagles. Remember, kids, I'm one of the first ones uh, to call out the absolute fuckery of the Philadelphia Eagles. We sat down, we broke it down, and then finally everybody else caught on. Am I right, Jerry, or am I right? (laughs) Sure. I just think it's... I think the situation as a whole is hilarious. Both your boasting and the the, the meltdown that those those green birds had. I agree. I have... um, I have found great fun in it all, for sure. It uh, I did see Fuck You Mike on Sunday, so that was even more glorious. 
You know, we were watching it in the in the bar there. Uh, good shout out to Woody's on Brunette out here in beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Fantastic little spot. There's always there's a bunch of TVs that always have different games on, and you can usually find a degenerate Cowboys fan somewhere uh, in the crowd. And it's uh, you know, after the first touchdown, I walked up to one of them and shook his hand and said, "Touchdown, Cowboys!" It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just fantastic. No. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're here to all those who uh, had to play in last week uh, for your championships for fantasy football. Uh, well, that was a giant failure on your part, as we've talked about before. Just why? Yeah, I still, you know, again, not quite sure on it, but that's that's fine. Well, you know, again, give us a shout in the pod, send us an email, and Jerry and I will coach you. We will fantasy coach you back uh, into shape. Um, Jerry, lots going on in the National Football League. Before we uh, get into the bets, I think that we should... Uh, I think that we should touch on the the NFL coaches uh, carousel that's going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, Black Monday, Dark Tuesday, Shady Wednesday. I mean, shit. There's going to be a Gray Thursday. Yeah, it's a, it's a dark week for coaches. One of the other things that I was ahead on uh, this season was the fact that. Arthur Smith uh, was definitely going to lose his job. I believe that was actually a title of one of our uh, episodes uh, several weeks back. Smith went 7-10 in all three years of his tenure, uh, never finishing higher than third. In, of all divisions, the overpowering NFC South. Uh, Juggernaut. Yeah. So, Wow. Um, there's a lot of talent on that team. I, a lot of people say that the, uh, there's another team, uh, in this coach's carousel here, the Los Angeles Rams, which we covered, you know, first one to go beforehand. Which one do you think is better? Deep or sorry, not the Rams, the chargers chargers. Yeah. My apologies. No okay, worries. Sean, Sean McVay. I'm glad you still have a job, Sean. And you're in the <laughs> yeah. playoffs. Uh, what do you think is the better kind of spot between those two in particular, the Chargers or the Falcons? You know, they both have some pretty good offensive weapons. Their defenses are both whatever. Uh, what what uh, What's your take on that, sir? I mean, I guess I'd probably say L.A. just because it's a nicer place to live. <laughs> yeah, it's, true. You know, uh, Atlanta's a fucking shithole. Uh, I... I <laughs> They both have they both have really bad traffic. They both have really really bad traffic. I was trying to think about worse, but they both have really bad traffic. But I, I mean, they're very similar. Great offenses, like you said. Defenses are suspect. Um, you know, they've got really nice stadiums. It, 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 <laughs> I I would have to say that probably the, okay okay realistically the edge will go to the Chargers because the Chargers at the very least have Herbert who's an established quarterback, who's a good quarterback, who's considered to be in the upper echelon. I don't want to say elite, but but some may say he's elite. Atlanta does not have that. So I think I think that's the the the, the big the big uh advantage right there more than anything else. Well, 
I am going to go on the other side and not simply to be, you know, pardon the interruption style here and just have a, another point of view. My, my tipping point is this. The new free agents that are going to be uh, over there, uh, Austin Eckler. Um, oh, Keenan, I forgot about their salary cap. Keenan yeah, Allen, they're... Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack have some cap figure issues. Yeah, they're um, 34 mil over. Yeah. So while I think that on you know paper, if they were able to keep everybody and have that roster it is it, as it is, yes, I think that's a more attractive offer, but I don't think it's going to stay in the current state that it is. So I'm going to lean over to the Atlanta fail clowns because as we all know, I mean, Kyle Pitts was supposed to be a beast. Bijan Robinson is supposed to be a beast and the list goes on over there. There's, it's just, there's, you know, Tyler Algier. It's just, again, it, it goes on. Um, I Drake Lunt. I'm just saying there's, there's a lot of people in, in Atlanta. So I'm taking the Atlanta fail clowns. Actually. I think that they could potentially be the, and I hate this term, the comeback team of the year in 2024, because um, I think that they're gonna they're gonna make a decent head coaching hire, and they're just one quarterback away from you know, and a decent quarterback. It's not they don't even have to go you know wild. They just have to get a mid range QB. I feel like that isn't Desmond Ritter, and you know Tyler Heineke, and they'll be okay. Well. The Twitterverse and Rumorville like to say that there's a chance, outside chance, that Atlanta will, if Chicago does attempt to get rid of Fields, that they could be a candidate for that. Um, so let's say that does happen. Where, what, where does that put Atlanta? And, of, of course, that's without knowing the coach and all that good stuff. And what Do are you they think giving like? You know, what are they giving well, up for yeah, 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 I mean, that, you know? without all of that. But let's just say that the Falcons acquire Justin Fields. Um, does that, do you think that's a significant enough improvement at that position, the position that's obviously been very, very, very volatile for them and very troublesome over the last three years exactly, to be honest? I mean, sure, in unicorn land, like straight up value, sure. Even though I really despise Justin Fields, and I think, I mean, you know, he's like an RG3 injury one hit away just to being, you know, completely toasted for the rest of his career. And I just, I don't see how a team could acquire him without giving up the farm, especially with the way that they absolutely, you know, maybe not everyone is as stupid as Carolina, <laughs> but like that that trade shocked the hell out of me because all I did yeah. last year during pre-draft like end of the year like everything leading up to the draft all I was talking about was how the Chicago Bears should trade Justin Fields and get a mess of picks for him and go after one of the guys in the draft take Stroud take Young take you know whoever the hell it is and so it's kind of wild that everyone's talking about doing it this year. Uh, I, I find that actually a little bit surreal, but I just didn't see a world where they could have traded and got what they did and then have the opportunity to get rid of fields and then still like they're going to get the top quarterback prospect this season. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. That is an amazing 
Yeah. Like, good job by the GM over there, honestly. That's an amazing turn for sure. Well, the Panthers GM is no longer employed by that team, so. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there's yeah, that, too. Of course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. That's, I mean, speaking of, of course, uh, Carolina's completely clean house. We have no, uh, we have no head coach over there, no uh, GM. No, no one wants to go there. Let's just skip it. We have the Las Vegas Raiders. Are they going to make? This is weird. They haven't. This is the second weirdest um, out of the coaches kind of issues or you know like coaches going to places that i find just kind of don't really make too much sense to me and like are they gonna are they honestly seriously not gonna retain antonio pierce are they gonna make this mistake again after like mark davis went on the record and said that he'd made a mistake by not keeping that rich by sachi you know like, well, I, didn't, I didn't know he did that. Uh, the fact that you said he did that, he said that, that's that's impressive. Um, I've read it on a think, couple of different articles. I've read yeah. it on different, yeah. You have to think he doesn't want to make the same mistake twice. I mean, and it's not, Antonio Pierce isn't any different than like a, uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about him, a Mike Frabel in my eyes. A guy who's just, a, or even a, a Motor City Dan. Th- that's not exactly like your football genius. You know, the guy who's like nerding out on analytics and, and, and just can see things in the X's and O's and all that stuff where he's got, he just has a great team of coordinators with them. And he's just such a great leader for those guys. Like they, he gets them riled up, man. He's a, just a great rah-rah guy. Like he's a great locker room dude. Um, I think they, they should keep him and at the very least consider like it being a one, two year deal kind of a prove it deal, see how he is, you know, and, and kind of make that clear, you know, it's no offense, but this is your first gig and you kind of slid into it because the, the dude got fired. So let's see what you got with a full season, with an off season of preparation. Let's see what you can do. And if we like what you're doing, then we'll re up for, you know, a, a longer term. But otherwise I think, I think they should look at it, you know, from a short term versus basis, but don't, don't try and shake it up too much. Cause like when they shook it up too much, the last time they, it created a big mess. So, so at, least, have at the you, very least, have some continuity. Have you heard of the big name? That's uh, well, going. Don't tell me Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah I, I've I've heard yeah. his name in there a couple Correct. of times, but Correct. I just don't. It just doesn't make sense to me for him to go over there. For for anybody, like to to for that to benefit anybody. I mean, yes, it'll benefit Harbaugh because he'll get paid a lot of money no matter what. But I don't know, man. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I definitely don't know about that for sure. Um, yeah, that's just that's a very interesting little spot to be in. The biggest for bombshell sure. that we had today was uh, good old Pete Carroll uh, being moved into an advisory role uh, for the Seahawks. The decision that was quote amicably reached, uh, according to owner Jody Allen, uh, an official quote. So that is. Uh, Hilarious, uh, to be honest with you. I do have uh, a lot of beef with Pete Carroll. I've uh, <laughs> I voiced this before. I'm not sure in what season, but, you know, the cliff notes on it is that Pete Carroll is a fucking cheater. And if you all don't believe that, just go take a look at what happened to USC and then go look at to what happened to recruiting after it was USC because 
take a look at where Pete Carroll was before he was with the Seahawks, newsflash, USC. And so I know that there was a lot of different schools. There's some weird things going on, but this Pete Carroll thing was strange, and he got away scot-free. In the days where, you know, Jim Tressel got suspended by the NFL for also doing shenanigans uh, in college football, there's no reason why Pete Carroll uh, shouldn't have been held, uh, you know, accountable for his fuckery, but he just, he, he never was. And so, yeah, I've always, I've always just had a little bone to pick uh, with Mr. Pete Carroll. And every time I see his face, I just, I don't, he's just, he's just so annoying. He's just so, he's just so annoying. Like it's just, <laughs> there's sometimes, you know, again, I'm not advocating for public violence on Pete Carroll or any human being for that matter. But just as the matter of the phrase, you know, I, when I was growing up, there was always this phrase, you know, you know, that guy has a face that you just look at and you just want to fucking punch him. So I'm hit you right in your fucking suck hole. Can I just punch you right in the face right now? Right, Jerry. <laughs> right. Like, tell me, tell me that Pete Carroll doesn't just have the, Face I don't just have wanna... that much disdain or, or 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 hatred for that man as you do, but I will say the way that man chews gum is pretty fucking annoying. <laughs> I mean, that whole nah, 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 like mouth is just wide open and just like smacking and smacking. It's just like you want to just smack the shit out of him. So by punchable face, yeah, right there for sure. More like smackable face, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with just, you on that. I don't know. Anyway, good riddance. <laughs> That's great. You know, yeah, just good riddance to you. And, you know, again, your team cheated when you won the Super Bowl in Seattle anyway, so fuck off. Um, the most surprising let go, I think, is Mike Vrabel. Oh, for sure. And, uh, and I mean, let's just, in the way that it's surprising might surprise you of my opinion on this entire thing. I was it a firing? Like this is what they say it is. But I'm shocked if it is a firing, like you know, I believe the statement. I'm super shocked that it is actually a firing because I thought that they would have parted ways. Because I thought maybe and this is similar, you know, not trying to take away from your point or anything, but because I think I know what's coming from you. But it's I thought it would be a parting of the ways because then Mike Vrabel would go up to Massachusetts and, you know, like, you know, Bill gives him the call and be like, yo, it's your turn, bro. Let's go. You know, I, so I just, I thought that's the way it was going to happen. I thought that his time in Tennessee was up. Honestly, they just need, you know, Derek Henry's gone. And I just, I think, they're turning the page. They're turning the yeah. page on on on, on this on this chapter, on this part of their football existence. Yeah. And with Vrabel, I think it was a great run. I think for a guy who didn't have a whole lot of coaching experience after his playing career ended, because I mean it. It doesn't seem like it was all that long after he stopped playing before he was a head coach in the NFL. I mean, naturally, like he, I'm sure he worked three. his way up. I think it was two you know, or three, coordinating. Like yeah. But it was pretty fast. And and for anybody to say it wasn't successful, I think they're crazy. Um, 
No, he was dude, over 500. I, he was 12 games over 500 in three seasons. And he had, That's good. Uh, what, uh, it's good. Was it how many seasons? Oh, sorry, total, six. Was it? six. Six. So uh, I thought it was five. But yeah. three straight playoff th- appearances. I was going to say that. Yeah, three three yeah. winning seasons. I mean, that's that's not bad, man. And and I mean, that division wasn't the the best division, but it also wasn't the worst. Uh, there were some times it was pretty bad when you had Jacksonville and Houston as the bottom feeders, and then with the transition that the uh, Colts were going through, the Titans probably saw a little more success. But they were just always a tough team, though. They were always they always played really well, and it just seemed like you know Vrabel was was in a good place, and he seemed safe. So. I mean, to your point, maybe maybe it was like amicable, like where he was like, "Yeah, you guys can go ahead and fire me," or they saying we're gonna let you go, or whatever. Yeah, man, it's cool. Like the wording just, in their statement is fired, though. Like it's a let go. Like it's yeah. not the amicable. Well, I I read know. a little bit of the of their their Twitter, and it said something along the lines of, you know, regretfully, or it's the hardest decision we ever. You know, like I I I think it goes back to what I said to start. They're, they're turning the page. They're, they they want to start fresh. They kind of feel like maybe they're they're stuck in the mud. They're not going anywhere. There's really no there's no real direction. So they want to try something else. Go with a new guy, new voice, new everything. Like you said, Henry's he's gone. I mean, they're not gonna. I don't. I can't see him taking a team friendly deal to to come back. Or nor would they probably want him back. He's gonna probably sign with some other team. And and play maybe a secondary role, but uh, who doesn't want to have Derrick Henry in a secondary role? Like, come on, man! Yeah, that guy's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be very well received wherever he goes. I so. am going to uh, call it here first, and I'm going to say that uh, Derrick Henry is going to become a Dallas Cowboy next year. Uh, Ooh, I think we're, I think we're going to overpay him, and uh, yeah, it's either going to be him or Josh Jacobs. It's not going to be good for. Like both of them, I think are going to let me down, but I just I really see Derrick Henry wearing the the star next year. Mm. Yep. Good luck with that. I do not have a clue where I think he could possibly go. I mean, honestly, unless unless I don't know. Don't don't be surprised if he goes goes home to Jacksonville. Why? Why the hell is nobody talking about Eric Bieniemy taking over for Ron Rivera? Because he's not going to get the job. It's he's not going to be considered. It's super strange because everybody was saying how you know he was going to get a shot, and he just he's not. I haven't seen any article mention what what happened. He was the hottest candidate or talked about candidate last year of. You know, people should have people who have should have got their shot and they didn't, and it's just is not even mentioned. So what? I mean, is it? Are they blaming everything on him and the offense as well? I mean, I guess they would have fired him also. But why? Like, I'm this is the I just I am super confused at why he hasn't been even mentioned at all, or maybe it hasn't. It's I've missed it. But everyone like I've just I've heard a, quite a bit of chatter about this opportunity, and no one's mentioned. Eric by B enemy yet. I mean, he's technically unemployed too because don't coaches get to pick their staff? But it's 
fucking Eric. That's, that's why I'm so confused about the whole thing. Like, it's not, I thought they were going to bring him in to give him a shot, and so the enemy was going to be the head coach, and then he was just going to continue. I don't know. I think that's why I'm also thrown for a loop here. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I don't think it's a good hire. Um, because there's just there's so many things wrong with that team, and it's not just the offense. I mean, they you know it's not like Sam Howell did a terrible job. He was, I think, inside the top six or seven of quarterbacks uh, as far as fantasy goes. Like he put up he put up numbers, um, but that doesn't always necessarily mean winning. And and their biggest problem was, in fact, defense. Uh, I, they got rid of their edge rushers, traded them away. So I mean. If that wasn't already like the first sign of what was to come, how they're just going to completely just break it all down and try and rebuild it from the ground up. You know, you got new ownership, so the coach is already gone. I I think they're just going to start from scratch, and they have the third pick, if I'm not mistaken. I I, I can't I can't see it any other way, and I honestly don't think he's the right guy. I, it, they need to. This next coach they're going to hire is going to be like a, a filler. He's going to be somebody to just get this off the ground. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some like uh, old retread. You know, I can't come up with anyone right now at the top off the top of my head, but just somebody who's already been there, done that, just to get this ball rolling, and then eventually. Once they figure out what their identity is, they'll they'll bring in something a little. There's just there there's so so much missing on that team that there's no way to figure out what what direction they want to go in. I'll be surprised to see whoever. I, good luck whoever whoever gets hired. Good luck. I wish you the best. Yeah, it's definitely gonna take a couple of years to get that to that ship straight. I have mm-hmm. very lost. Like I said, this I'm gonna wait for a little bit more clarity on enemy and maybe we'll uh, we'll come back and visit that because I'm just I'm, I'm really confused in that one right now. It's, uh, a little yeah, bit I think he's going somewhere else. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, anything else there before we get into picks here, kid? Um. I mean, we didn't talk about Big Bad Bill. He's... I mean, it's not it's not official yet. Yeah, but okay, let's just say he's gone. And I mean, it's looking that way. I don't know. I, that's the feeling I'm getting. So with him, um, fucking homie in Seattle gone, like all these all these older coaches, you know, Ron Rivera, like not that he was great or anything like that, but he at least had a decent reputation and was respected amongst his peers. But like all these older coaches, like they're, they're getting rid of all of them, you know? They're like, see ya, like, you gotta change shit up, you know. With Pete Carroll saying just a few days ago he was gonna come back, and then nah, dude, <laughs> they just pop the brakes out. I'm like nah, nah, nah. And then the whole uncertainty with Bill, Nick Saban retired today. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of old school like football that's uh, kind of getting sort of told to sit down, and you know. But the is there, is this a changing of the guard? Is this where like they're gonna we're gonna see some more new faces, fresh new faces? You think you you think we're gonna get like some first timers and 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 who if we do like obviously the guy from Detroit, right? The the offensive coordinator. He's, yeah, he's a lot of people are saying about. you know a bunch of different names on there. I'm not really you know I, there's who knows there's always people that kind of come out and surprise you you know people are talking about the defensive coordinator in Detroit also you know kind of same thing as the Eagles talking about both I I yeah, I don't know 
I, I definitely don't know. I think there's going to be a few more people who are going to come out of the woodwork that might end up being, you know, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Vrabel is going to become the new head coach over in New England. And I think, I think so too. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty certain. I think it's that a perfect one. setup. Yeah. It's the perfect setup for it. And I mean, yeah, I just, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm very interested to see how it kind of pans out because usually, you know, depending if some people win the Super Bowl, then that's going to free up uh, some yeah. candidates on there as well. So, you know, that's kind of another reason why I'm, I'm holding, uh, holding guard on there because, you know, everything kind of shakes out after that. So maybe another episode or two, I might have uh, a little bit more of a, uh, of a better idea because I think right now it's a total crap. Anybody could go anywhere, and I mean, I could apply to be a coach tomorrow and be hired for some team, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, it's just you, you never know. You never know. Congratulations to all the prognosticators on the fucked up fantasy football podcast. Kids, we absolutely fucking smashed week 18. All of us above 500 by a lot. Combined losses for all four of us was four losses. Uh, Molly with one loss uh, being Jacksonville. You and I shared a loss with the Washington in the national championship game. Fuck you, Michigan. You suck. Uh, they killed them. You also decided to take the Dolphins, so you had a, a big X there. Yeah, well. And Brooke only had one loss with the Indianapolis Colts. She fucking, bro, she, five and one. That means the wish has come true. Everybody is above five hundred. Again, congratulations <laughs> to everybody, to Brooke. Molly is uh, at 48 and 34. I am at 52, 36 and one. You are at 43, 37 and one. And Brooke uh, at uh, 42 and 38. So let's see. Uh, let's see and hope that we don't just throw it all out the fucking window this week. Hey. Yeah, let's try not to. The Joe Flacco Cleveland Browns. Our minus two and a half point favorites on the road in Houston. The over under in this game is 44 and a half. They're playing it indoors. Thank God, because there's definitely some weather systems that are completely fucking around out here. I am, uh, I am pretty excited for this game. I, uh, I'm completely shocked and surprised that I'm saying that the Houston Texans are in a playoff game, to be honest with you. That, uh, that was quite the way to get into the playoffs. I want the storyline, man. I want the fucking storyline in this game. And it, Well, not this game. I want it in the next game after this. I'm, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns on the road, minus two and a half, in uh, Houston Stadium here. NRG Stadium, I think they're in? Um, yeah. 
The reason why I want to see this is because if the Cleveland Browns do win, it doesn't matter what happens with any of the other games. Joe Flacco will return to Baltimore next week to play the wow. Baltimore Ravens. And I want, I every bone in my body wants that. So this is a, a completely, you know, a pick with a heart here, pick out of just sheer... I'm going to just be cheering for fucking Flacco and the Browns the whole fucking time. You know, the Houston Texans are a pretty good team. I could definitely see them, you know, and having points at home. It's a, it's a tempting bet, but I'm definitely going to be cheering for the Cleveland Browns to just whoop some ass and, and go to Baltimore next week, Jerry. Hmm. Yeah, this game is something, man. <laughs> yeah, something. Molly's the sensible one and taking Houston, by the way. So uh, we're we're fifty fifty split on this one here. Yeah, we're we're both on Houston over here, uh, just because of the home team. Um, she just decided that she wants to go with the home team on that one. I'm I'm going with that because they're a home dog. I I don't feel great about this, but I I. Think the Flacco magic ends. Um, it, it's it's been happening like for <laughs> weeks now. It just it's crazy. I I don't I don't know if that traveling circus is going to travel this time. But I'm also worried at the fact that Houston is a very very young team, and you have a rookie quarterback, rookie coach, rookie everything there. They're definitely going to be fired up. It's going to be an exciting game. Um, but I, I, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards just because it's a home dog. I, I hate that it's two and a half though. I, I wish it was three, uh, for at least the chance at a push at the very least. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm staying with Houston We're we're, we're, we're going with Houston. All right. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair play. I can, yeah, I totally, I understand and respect that decision. Mr. Jerry. The second one of Saturday is a pretty interesting game. It is what everyone wanted, the Germany game, and for some reason it was in fucking Germany. (laughs) And we got it in Kansas City. The Miami Dolphins are dogs on the road going to Taylor Swift Stadium in Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs are minus four and a half point favorites. By the way, the over-under is the same in this game as it was in the Cleveland-Houston game, 44.5, which I thought was a little weird. I don't know if there's some major weather storm here, but I thought that this KC game would be... I know we're seemingly parsing hairs, but you or I are degenerate gamblers, so you understand what the words I'm about to say here. Like 46.5, possibly 48.5. Uh, why this one's 44 and a half. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit confused. So I'm going to be taking the over, uh, on that game. Both of them, actually, I think they're both going to be over 44 and a half though. Um, Molly's taking Kansas city Mm -hmm. and this is a, this is a tough one for me. Uh, Kansas city is not playing well. Minus four and a half is a lot of points here. And I don't think that the Kansas city chiefs are going to win by four. And I think this is going to be a field goal win for the Kansas city chiefs. So I'm going to take the Miami dolphins uh, plus four and a half 
And, I mean, I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if Miami won this one. Kansas City is just, they look in complete disarray. So, uh, Brooke is on KC because they're at home, Mahomes, playoffs, all that good stuff. Um, I agree with everything you're saying. When this opened, it opened at six and a half. And I saw that and I was like, man, I hope it shoots up to seven and a half. And of course it didn't. It decided to go the other way. But looking deeper into it, I'm going to take KC because I think that the injuries that Miami is suffering right now, especially on defense, Bradley Chubb's out, Xavier Howard's out. Uh, I think there's another DB or two out and Van Ginkle. They're that long, fair-haired linebacker that they have. That's an animal that runs all over the field. He's out as well. I know KC has been struggling offensively, but this just seems like the perfect spot for everybody to doubt them. Oh, they're down. They're not playing well. They're doing all the things wrong and blah, 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 and all that bullshit. I think KC wins convincingly, especially with that weather that being that cold. The only person that's going to be used to that shit is fucking Tyreek. Um, no one else is going to be used to that shit. They're, I I don't know. I I I think this is a really, 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 really like tall task for Miami to go in there and win this game. I don't. I don't. I don't think they have what it takes. I really don't. All right, you convinced me. I'm changing my pick. I'll take Kansas City minus four and a half. <laughs> Honestly, uh, kind of forgot about all those injuries because, you know, inebriation and such. But Yeah, you know, it happens, man. Um yeah, I'll take I'll take Kansas City minus four and a half. Still I, I don't know. I, wow, that means that means I had some some good analysis there then. Don't get too excited, Jerry. I know I'm not I know too there's excited, I know there's a first I, for everything. I know, you know, blind horse can get find the water. Once I in a while. you. I gave you. I gave you some 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 statistics and some factual uh, evidence and 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 commentary that led you to change your mind. That's all I'm saying. I I'm proud of you, Jerry. I really am. You really are. You know, like more of a Huggies man now. You know, pull ups, huh? Like I'm a big kid now. Is that what you mean? Like yeah, the pull ups. You know, okay. yeah, all Huggies right, pull ups. Just checking. Just checking. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm very happy that you're a grown up boy now, Jerry. You've you know, <laughs> I've known you since like two thousand and like six. Forever. Five? Be, I don't know, man. Wow. I'm thinking it's even it's been twenty even years for sure. Too damn long. Um oh yeah, no, it's definitely long. yeah, fuck me. Anyway, I'm just I'm glad that you're matured as a as an older gentleman. Now, gentlemen, that's a use. That's a useless. <laughs> that's a Freudian slip right there. I use that term loosely um, with you, but you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm proud of you, Jerry. I'm proud of you. Well, Rainbow Six Vegas Two came out in 2008. We went no, into that Black together. Arrow. I thought we were Black Arrow one. No, we were Vegas one. We were actually, we were actually, uh, not. Oh God, what was the other one? Ghost. Oh, uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost Graw. Recon, that's what it was. Graw. Graw. Holy shit. I'm actually Googling it right now. When did that come out? Well, whatever. I can't find it right now. But yeah, that's how far back we go. It was Ghost Recon. 
<laughs> that's where it began. That's a little nuts. Um, you're gay. Yeah. Oh wait, is that it? No. God you like it. to lick donkey tains. Whoa. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, it's serious accusation. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on the road in Buffalo, Orchard Park, New York. Over under on this game is 36 and a half. The Buffalo Bills are favored minus nine and a half point favorites. I'm taking Buffalo, Jerry. Also, so um, is Molly. Yeah. Um, there's no one here that's dumb enough to take Pittsburgh. We're, we're all in Buffalo. Although... There's something about this line that stinks, but I'm still on Buffalo. Yeah, you know, my I also have a little bit of uh, hesitation on the nine. But I mean, just Buffalo's going to win for sure, and it should be by you know ten. And if it's not, well, then this is just this. This wow, wow. Mm-hmm. The other game that happens on Sunday. How about them Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys are at home. Thank the fucking good football gods. The over-under on this game is 50 and a half. The Dallas Cowboys are favored minus seven and a half points. Jerry, your turn. What do you say about my Cowboys in Wild Card Weekend? Well, first of all, congratulations. You need to make sure you send a thank you card to the Philadelphia Eagles for uh, helping you achieve that. Um, But nonetheless, they still won their games and they still did what they had to do. So congratulations to you and your team. As much as I hate those motherfuckers. Now, to the business at hand. Wifey's on the cheese heads. She always runs with the cheese heads. She She likes cheese. She's a big fan of cheese. Cats. Our cat loves cheese too. We pay her the cheese tax all the time. Oh my god. This is a cheese household. I too am with wow. the Green Bay Slackers. Um, I like the hook. I like the hook. I think uh Dallas wins by less than a touchdown if they win. I think they're gonna be one of two things is gonna happen with did the Cowboys. You, did you they're gonna did you say did you say they're going to win by less than a touchdown if they win? Yeah. If they win. I don't think it's I don't think it's hundred percent that they win. Wow. I was just gonna get into it. I'm not, I think it's very likely they do, but I don't think it's hundred percent. Wow. Nothing's hundred percent. I mean, come on. Um wow. no, I, I I think one of two things the, the, the game's gonna start it's gonna happen one of two ways. Cowboys are gonna come out and they're gonna just fucking just come out like gangbusters and, and go nuts and jump on the Packers really, really quick. Then all of a sudden it's going to start happening. You're going to start seeing that, that weird look in their eyes, that, that funny feeling that they have where they just start letting the other team back in it. And green Bay slowly creeps back into this game and makes it close. And either the Packers steal it from them or the Cowboys defense finds a way at a crucial at a crucial moment when when the Packers are trying to drive down the field and they take the ball away, seal it, game over. Um I I, I don't think this is a sure shot thing, man. I, Dallas is playing great. I but 
they have this playoff reputation. And yes, they're at home, which is a huge advantage for them. They've proven that this year, especially, they're fucking phenomenal at home. But I I don't think it's I that hook, man. I like the hook. I I like the half a point. If it was six and a half, I'd take the Cowboys just because I feel safer with that than I do. Yeah, fuck it. No, no. I'm just no. I'm 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 just trying to find reasoning to to like praise your team. No, fuck them. Seven and a half Green Bay plus seven and a half. I'm on it. Let's do it. There are the two games uh, this week out of the six games that are being played this weekend. The top two games as far as being definitively. Uh, you know, putting the decisions one way. Number one on that list is the Buffalo Bills at 81%. Uh, it's estimated about 81% of the people are putting their money on the Buffalo Bills. And the second place game is the Dallas Cowboys coming in at 76%. I think that this is a sure thing. I think that this should be uh, more like 86 to 87% for the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're, they're going to absolutely run house. I have no idea what position the Dallas... Cowboys are inferior to the Green Bay Packers. I just, I just, just, it's going to be, this is going to be ugly. This is going to be a 40 point plus bomb by the Dallas Cowboys. Green Bay Packers might tack one on at the end there for 24, 20, you know, seven, but oh man, this is, yeah, this is fucking, this is absolute Cowboys role show for sure. And uh, of course, Molly's picking the Dallas Cowboys because she wants to sleep indoors, as we've covered on uh, previous episodes. It is cold around your waves uh, this time of year, so I can't blame her. It is about to get fucking gnarly. I uh, yeah. am not looking forward to this bullshit at all. I, I, man, I'm I'm telling you, I just <laughs> I love your enthusiasm, and you have every right to to, to have it and to feel that way, but. This is this is setting up perfectly where everybody's on a certain side. And just like I said earlier with Buffalo, I like them to win. I think that line stinks, but I'm 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 telling you this this is setting up perfectly for it to be very dramatic and to be sweaty for for you and your and your fellow Cowboys nation out there, tribe, whatever the fuck you guys are, pack, uh, uh, uh. A rodeo, a goddamn village, a, a little town. I don't know what the hell you guys call your fan base, but um, yeah. Yeah, well, the only fucking sweaty thing are D's. Wow. Exactly. Fucking exactly. <sighs> the Los Angeles Rams are on the road in Detroit. Detroit is hosting their first playoff game in since I was alive, possibly. The Los Angeles Ram uh, over under here is 51 and a half. Uh, Jared Goff is returning to, uh, or sorry, other way around. Stafford uh, is returning up to uh, Detroit. It's going to be super interesting. Uh, minus three points uh, is what we're looking at here. This game is super interesting, Jerry. What, yeah, uh, this line you have is is different than where I've seen it. Everywhere else I've seen it's three and a half. Um, let's see here. You're you were, I saw you looking earlier. Maybe that was the one that you were looking at. Um, my uh, 
My app just crashed on me here. Uh, go ahead and give me your breakdown here while I try and find you some odds. So, Brooks taking Detroit because she's going to go with the home team. Um, uh, because it's because it's Detroit at home, I'm going to go ahead and swing the three. I'm going to take the three. I, I'm not 100% confident in it. The Rams are hot right now, man. They're they're playing some really really good ball. Uh I I would love for it to be three and a half though. Because I would if it was three and a, if it's three and a half, I'm taking the Rams at three and a half. I like that a lot more because I think this is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be such a close game. You got the quarterbacks that got swapped for each other. You know, Matthew Stafford made a name for himself in Detroit, and then left or not left, but was. Tra- Traded to LA, won a Super Bowl. Jared Goff was cast away to Detroit to to die and rot away in a fucking shitty city and a shitty team. And I mean, look what they've done since. So it's like, I mean, that trade for if you have to like really break it down, it pretty worked. It worked out for both teams. Detroit was able to rebuild. They were able to acquire some draft picks. They've become a good team. They've won their division for the first time in thirty fucking years or whatever it is. And the Rams were dead in the water. And I think they're seven and one in their last eight, something like that. Uh, if I saw that stat correctly, man, this is a tough fucking game, man. But I'm gonna go with the home team. I think, I think the home cooking is gonna be what what helps propel them. But that three number, I'm yeah. So I don't have any of the big books giving me three and a half. I've got Bet365 at minus three. I've got ESPN at minus three. So Hard Rock here is three and a half. I got Caesars minus three. BetMGM minus three. FanDuel minus three. Everyone's rocking minus three. Yeah, Hard hard Rock here in Florida is giving me three and a half. You should probably put money on that because it looks like that's about to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sticking with three. You? I'm sticking with three. Um, I, uh, you know, I like the Detroit Lions here. I just, I think, what's Brooke doing, by the way? I told you Detroit. She likes, oh. she likes the Lions, the Sorry. Leones. Sorry. Um, I like the Detroit, uh, Detroit Lions here. I think that they're going to keep on rolling. And I also, again, want a storyline game. I want a rematch versus them. Uh, next week because I just I want I want everyone to shut the fuck up so I want to go play Detroit again and beat the shit out of them in their stadium also and just make everybody shut the fuck up so I want to see uh, Motor City down eat some kneecaps and mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm taking Detroit not having Laporta is huge though yeah that is a, that is a thing but I just think that Detroit still has too many weapons I think the Rams just can't counter like they just can't counter how many weapons that they're going to have to cover uh, versus the Detroit Lions, and I think that's going to become a problem, especially like once they get rolling. Man, Goff just smashes Amon Ross St. Brown, the Sun God, from you know absolutely all over the field. So I like I like Detroit here minus three. Molly's lone wolf in this game with the Rams. All right. The Monday night matchup is fantastic. The Philadelphia Eagles are minus three-point favorites on the road at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. The over-under for this game is 44. 
I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This should be no surprise. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, but it's for good reason. It's because they suck. Um, I have covered this uh, a couple of different ways, outlining this very thoroughly because I knew that I was going to get a ton of hate for this and a ton of controversial opinions from people who don't know what they're talking about. Basically, I'm talking about you, Eagles fans. I digress on that. Anyway, if you don't know nothing, I won't spend time on you. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are looking good. I love, love, love me some Danny Mayfield. Uh, He's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the National Football League. And it's just, it's it's money sandwiches for this kid, man. I think he's going to roll and he's going to get a playoff win. And he's going to send the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers into the next round of the playoffs. And he's going to send the Philadelphia Eagles home, packing, crying like a bunch of babies that they are. Molly is also taking the cannons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jerry, what are your uh, your picks here for the last game of our uh, our six-game set? Well, my fabulous wife is going for the home team. She's taking Tampa because, you know, she works closely with the city and stuff like that. So she's going to go home team. That's just, that's it. Me, I'm reluctantly going to take the Eagles. Um, I think that, unfortunately, the, the script has been written for the Eagles to be bad for a few weeks and then stumble into a first round playoff and have a hard time. And they're going to barely fucking win this. It's going to be a push. They're going to win with a fucking field goal. This, this game sucks. I, I, I don't know if you got it on the opening, but I'm talking about how I'm, I'm just dreading seeing what my schedule is going to look like tomorrow. And it's going to tell me I'm working Monday night and I have to deal with these fucking Eagles fans. Oh God, they're bad. They're, they're insufferable, but both teams are really, really, really banged up. A.J. Brown, knee. Jalen Hurts, finger. Skinny Batman, ankle. Um, It's wild, man. Baker's like got some sort of a leg, hip, ankle, knee, something. He was limping after every goddamn play Yeah, last he was week. looking rough. I mean... Oh, this game might be like 10 to seven. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it really might be. Um, it's, it's going to be ugly. Uh, I didn't, honestly, I didn't even look to see how the weather's going to be because the weather out here has been like, eh, hasn't been great. It's been cool. We just had like um, tornadoes and shit yesterday. It was pretty, pretty fucking wild. Monday night right now forecast is not cold, but rainy. Now it is almost a week away, so that's uh, plenty of time for that to change up. But I, my heart tells me that Tampa can can snatch this one away, though. I agree with you guys, but I, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the Eagles. I I, I don't know. I I'm, I hate the pick, but I'm just doing it. Well, you know, I uh, I kind of like the pick because I think that goes in line with the the fucked up fantasy football podcast vibe here that we have going on. Uh, we just kind of we don't know why we're doing it but we're just gonna do it anyway yeah thanks Jerry yeah it's uh, I know I know how you feel about that one I had to think I actually had to think about that one I was thinking about not just you know doing it for hatred reasons but yeah the injuries are wild over there in Philadelphia and I know that 
you know, Baker Mayfield was walking around limping about and, you know, looking terrible himself. But that's, man, that's like the whole offense for Philadelphia. I mean, that, again, his finger was sideways. Like, it was just, yeah, that was, I don't know, guys and girls. Captain Hook. I just, I, yeah, I'm, oh boy. That could be, yeah. Other than the Pittsburgh Buffalo game, that could go funky donkey dinosaurs, and apparently you're not going to give my, you know, Dallas Cowboys the credit that they deserve. I think that, uh, you know, this game could be the the really, you know, fuck. Which way is this one going to go? I don't know. What do you What do you think about that? I agree. That's. It's, I think definitely that's the the, the toughest one to um, between that one and the first one, Cleveland and Houston. I think. I think either. Either side in both those contests can can very easily win the game. Um, that they're not the teams aren't that far apart from one another, despite whether whatever their records say. Uh, I think Rams Detroit's going to be a banger though. That one's that one's going to be probably the most fun to watch. Uh, Green Bay Dallas is going to be a good game. If Green Bay can't hang with you guys. Their defense isn't good. We know that. But if they can hang with your boys, that game is going to be sick. But it does. It, 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 I'm not going to deny this. It does. It does have potential for blowout. Like you were saying, it could be a big 40 burger or whatever. Could be. But I'm going to try and give uh, the Packers a benefit of the doubt and, and think that they could potentially hang in there. But we'll, we'll see. Thank you but, for joining us yeah. for another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. Your co-host, Corey Roussel, Jerry Rodriguez. Uh, Jerry fucked the Giants. I'm super stoked. We didn't even talk about Wink Martindale resigning, but uh, that's fine. You guys are, you know, looking for just... What's there to talk about? You guys are There's wild the, garbage. The only thing that matters garbage. with the Giants right now is that they find a way to convince Saquon to stay. Good luck. Really good luck. Yeah. I'm, 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 I agree. To everybody who is uh, putting in a DFS lineup this weekend, good luck to you placing all your bets. Good luck to you, and we will catch you guys on the other side of Wild Card Weekend. Peace out! Yeah!